0: If you've ever loved an addict, you may have reached an exhausted, painful point where you felt broken and were struggling to just keep it all together. I am Kim Moore, and this is Smiling Again, where in each episode, we remind you that you are not alone. Together, one thing at a time, we will take small steps to introduce little changes into your life to help you let go, break free of guilt, And live with self-compassion so that you can feel good on the inside and start smiling again. Hello, welcome to episode three. And today I am going to share with you my thoughts about how to be happy. (laughs) And the reason for this topic is because for many years I felt incredibly unhappy. My husband was an alcoholic and life just wasn't turning out the way I expected it to be. And it's because, you see, I had all these expectations. (laughs) We fell in love. It was a whirlwind romance. And we met and spent one day together, just one day together in Canada. And after that one day, he sent me a ticket, flew me over here to the UK And after two weeks together, we got engaged. Um, I went back home, packed up my bags, and two months later, I was living in the UK. And perhaps like all young girls do, I had all these ideas about what love and marriage would be like. I had this vision of the perfect family, um, living in a perfect house, a lovely house with two children, a boy and a girl. Parties, spending time with friends, going to wonderful new places, just laughing and enjoying life, and having the perfect holidays walking hand in hand on the beach. I'm sure I'm not the only one that's had um, thoughts like that. And for the most part, um, I did have a lot of that. I did have the big love, great, great, great big love. Chris was my one in a million. (laughs) I didn't just leave Canada for anybody. Um, He was very, very special. And we had children. We did have two children. We had a boy and we had a girl. um, Two are incredibly important to me and a treasure so much. We had the wonderful house. We had the parties with wonderful food. Entertaining friends quite often we we even had live music at the parties. Everything was lovely. We even had holidays, wonderful holidays in four or five star hotels. Chris loved his beautiful hotels and nice food. There just wasn't any of the walking hand in hand on the beach. Um, our holidays weren't weren't always the best. they were challenging, and typically it ended up being me taking care of the kids while he was exploring, uh, looking for restaurants with wonderful food, chatty staff, and a wonderful wine list. For years, I felt very much alone. And this probably had a lot to do with my unhappiness with my family on the other side of the world. I felt quite alone. And somewhere along the way, with everything that was unfolding in life, I definitely, definitely forgot how to laugh. (laughs) For years, I longed to be happy, and I even beat myself up for feeling this way because I knew I had so much to be grateful for. I just didn't know what that emptiness was, you know, that empty feeling on the inside I knew that life wasn't unfolding the way that I imagined it would. We appeared to be the perfect family. We had so much, but under the surface, there was a big problem. And there was a really big problem, and it was growing, but nobody was acknowledging it. And many times I was even doubting my own sanity, whether, there, whether it was a problem or whether it was just me and my inability to be happy so I thought maybe if I could just feel happy (laughs) that everything would be fine so the big question was how to be happy regardless of what was going on life in life how how could I be happy and if you do a google search I'm Definitely wasn't the only one looking for ways to be happy. Um, if you look on Google Trends, you can see that there's a growing trend. Even more and more people are searching for ways to be happy. Everyone wants to be happy. And you can find all sorts of tips on how to be happy, how to be happy alone, how to lift your mood. There's so much out there, and there's scientifically proven ways to be happier and believe me I've tried them all (laughs) I've tried an awful lot of them if there was a way to be happier I'd be trying it (laughs) I started to keep a journal of my thoughts and feelings and I started doing that about 10 years ago that was one of the things that I learned about you know how to be happier was to to first of all understand what is it that you're feeling and to make a note of it And with the way I did my journaling, quite often I started the journal entry with the feeling, with that emotion that I was having. And that actually makes it quite easy for me to look back over the years and to see how I felt and how those feelings changed over time and what might be going on in my life in those times to, you know, sort of track some of the patterns that were happening. Was it patterns in my behavior that was leading to the way that I felt? So what I did notice is with all that journaling that there was a definite change in the patterns. And the change started to happen about a year ago, just one year ago. And it was at that point where I started to feel the change on the inside. So this is what I've done to help me feel happier. This is just my experience. And if there's anything in here that might help you, then that would be wonderful. I think the biggest realization for me in this search for happiness is to realize that for a long time I was focused on the outcome of, you know, being happy and Really, that's not where happiness lies. <laughs> if you think of happiness like a tree that bears fruit, and say so you want fruit, you don't just get that fruit off the tree. There's a lot of work that needs to go into creating the right conditions for that tree to bear fruit. It needs water, it needs light, it needs nutrients in the soil, it needs good weather it needs protection it needs pruning there's a lot of things that go into that tree being able to bear fruit and happiness is very much the same way so creating the right circumstances ambience in your body for happiness is important and I've noticed that over all these years I've been doing different things to take care of my body And more recently, my mind, my emotions, and my energy. So I've been running. I've been learning yoga. I've been doing cold water therapy. I've been eating healthy. I've been learning to meditate. I've been journaling for a really long time. I've started writing stories, which has really helped me to express my emotions. I've tried some creative things in addition to the writing, things like painting. I've been spending a lot more time with friends, laughing, having fun. And I've been making a really focused effort on my energy levels. I've been practicing self-care. And as a result of taking care of me, I've been feeling happier. And I think another really important thing that I've noticed, and this is something that I learned, it's actually from Tony Robbins, that I've started to trade expectations for appreciation. I expected a lot of things in life to happen and I was always let down. Things didn't unfold the way I wanted them to. Life and our marriage didn't happen the way I expected it that it would. So I started to focus on things that I could appreciate. It's not quick and it's not easy. And quite often you'll, you'll even hear it in my voice that I'm sometimes fighting with myself. The new blossom identity, as I call it, is battling away with the old one at times. And a friend said to me just the other day that... She will hear sometimes echoes of loneliness along with aspirations of hope. That's definitely me because it's it hasn't been this simple easy journey from A to B, wanting to be happy and suddenly being happy. It takes some effort. It makes a decision. You know, You've got to make that decision to be happy and you've got to work at it. It's something that you need to work at. So it might sound like a lot. But you can start with just one thing. So if there's one thing that you can take away from this time with me today, it's something that I started doing in the early days. And it was looking for Picasso moments. (laughs) I'm not sure where I heard that phrase. I wish I knew where I heard that phrase. If anybody knows where it comes from, just please let me know because I'd like to give credit back to whomever coined that phrase. But a Picasso moment is that moment in time, something that you see, you can picture it and you just want to capture it, just that little moment, picture it and hold it. Something so beautiful that you can hold on to, that perfect happy memory. And life is filled with these if you look for them and you begin to train your brain to look for those things instead of looking for the next drama or are the bottles hidden you know how is something going to unfold what am i what am i going to f- find when i walk into the room my brain was always focused on on the sadness and the negative things that were going on the things that were out of my control so if you just focus on looking for the Picasso moments, the happy moments, your energy starts to, you know, your area of focus becomes something positive. <laughs> and wherever your energy goes, that's where your focus goes. Um, it's incredibly life-changing when you change, when you decide to change what you focus on. I remember one time when this realization hit me and it was years ago um, my daughter was about three or four I think and she was in the back seat of the car and we were driving home and I remember being so focused on getting home getting through traffic starting dinner what am I going to find when I walk in the house um, what's the evening going to be like I was just so focused on what I was expecting and I heard something, and I looked up. At the corner of my eye, I looked in the rearview mirror and saw behind me. I saw Ella singing in her car seat, singing away. And she wasn't a girl who sang very often. She's very quiet, and there she was singing, singing away, and I almost didn't see it. It was a beautiful moment. And whatever is going on in your life right now, there are beautiful moments happening around you. Whether they're Picasso moments that you want to frame forever, or just a fleeting moment, there are beautiful moments, happy moments happening around you. You just have to be open to see them you have to change your focus to look for them look for the happy moments so that's one thing just one thing that you can take away from this episode is to start looking for the happy moments and see how that changes your day try that one thing and you never know you might start smiling again this has been smiling again hosted by me, Kim Moore. Let's walk this journey together, one thing at a time, taking small steps, little actions every day, which can help you let go and start smiling again. Don't forget, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. See you next week.